Welcome back to another episode of the Directory of Social Changes Charity Questions. We're on season two and we're very lucky to have with us today Ross Hardy, uh, one of my new colleagues at DSCA. And I say new, but Ross has been here for, a, it feels like a, a little bit longer than a new employee these days. And um, we're here to talk to Ross a little bit about why he joined DSC, a little bit about the kind of voluntary roles he's had in the past. But also for anybody that might be listening to this, we're also here to talk about what working in the charity sector is like and how joining the charity sector as somebody who knew is new to the charity sector what that experience is like and, and maybe we did some stuff at DSC that helped but also maybe there's some other things that are going on in the sector that is helpful for new members of the charity sector to hear about to experience and that sort of stuff so welcome Ross and yeah well, thank you for joining us at Charity Questions. Thanks George yeah it's great to be here you're very honoured to be invited on. <laughs> no worries no worries so yeah. we could definitely talk to ross about loads of things um history wise and you've shown just in your kind of short time here how much knowledge you have there but we're going to stick to charity sector stuff today um and so we're just going to jump in when did you join dsc let's get that in so i joined uh last year in july um which feels simultaneously like it was five minutes ago but also like i've been here for about 10 years mm-hmm. uh it's kind of strange the way time works like that but yeah it's been great so far yeah, you kind of instantly kind of hit the ground running, didn't you? And I think that does kind yeah. of help you embed a little bit quicker. So tell tell the listeners then what you do for DSC. Uh, so I work on the research team at DSC. Um, and obviously there are a lot of different pieces of work going on in the research team, but I focus mostly on the funding guides. So as you say that I hit the ground running. I, uh, in my first week, got trained to work on our kind of company giving funding guides, so all of yeah. our kind of corporate Um corporate giving and how companies in the UK uh, interact with charities and since then because uh, we kind of finished that now it's gone off to publication hopefully and uh, uh, now I'm working on the guide to new trusts. Um, DSC has very uh, generously given me the, the title of lead author so I'm very excited about that and that's, that's all going well too. Yeah, and you say generous, but absolutely a challenge comes with that, but definitely oh, well, yeah, yeah, well yeah. well placed. So working on the funding guides, you got lead author now, which is incredible. So quickly that's kind of come round. But but obviously this isn't your kind of first foray into publications as such. Um do you, do you want to just tell the listeners kind of what other voluntary roles you've had and a little bit about that background as well? Yeah, definitely. So I, I used to um I used to write for a think tank uh based out in Madrid. Um called RIA, and that's International Relations, I think, tank. it's the Research Advisory for International Affairs, yeah. and it's uh, it was great. I mean, I think that was a really good first experience of doing some really good voluntary work because you're there all together, similar age, because it's kind of designed for university-level students and graduates who, you know, write about things that are passionate for, and of course, it's a great platform then as well to, to publish those things. So, um, yeah, really rewarding. I spent 18 months there. Um, I became an editor eventually, and then... Um, yeah, finally, I, I kind of gave that up at the start of the year. Um, with, with no regrets, but it was it was a great time, you know. And so, yeah, this is this is my full time now at DSC. Nice, we're lucky to have you. What, what were you just recently published on as well? Just mind, listeners might be interested. I'm I published on uh, on DSC in the, uh, at the IRA. Did you? Oh, recently? I um, my most recent article was. God, it's uh, interesting. Uh, question now i mean i wrote a lot about sri lanka and their uh, economic crisis and then a lot about latin america as well because that's some of my background with university and it was a very broad range of of different articles but um towards the end i was mainly ed- editing rather than, than writing myself um but, but it was great either way yeah 
Nice. So you've joined the charity sector now full time. I know you obviously got a lot of experience writing in a voluntary capacity. Uh, and now you're here full time. Is there anything you enjoy about the charity sector that maybe you couldn't find elsewhere or potentially is just kind of unique to the charity sector? Yeah, it, it's an interesting question because I think if you'd asked me a few years ago if I could see myself working in the charity sector, I probably wouldn't have given it any thought at the time. I, I, I never really expected to, but I think since joining, I've really felt that at least at DSC, and if DSC is representative for the sector, um, there is a real feeling of kind of cohesion and a, and a kind of sense of common purpose um, that there is, you know, when you're having a difficult day, writing a funding guide or chasing up a charity for information or any of those things, there is that kind of reassurance that, well, somewhere down the line, this work is helping someone. Um, mm. So I think that that personally for me, that, that gives me more motivation than, you know, working in a different sector that maybe wouldn't have that, that uh, kind of rewarding feeling. Absolutely. And we've kind of spoke about that on other podcasts before, uh, specifically kind of the where we're located at DSC. We are in that central location. So we do have fingers in, in a lot of pies and, and it can be quite easy to get that kind of relationship to the social change that we're working on. And you, oh, yeah, you're, you're the same as me, Ross. I, I think I, I found a good role and it just happened to be in the charity sector. And I think that seems to be what you're kind of saying as well. But then once you're here, it's you can see why people will enjoy the sector and stay um so for for any maybe some ceos or some managers out there that are maybe trying to entice people into new jobs or people who've got open, open vacancies at their charities um you being kind of new to the sector is there any one thing you would recommend to people who maybe are ready to make that jump and join a charity yeah yeah and yeah definitely i think the main thing is because when I was first applying for this role, I was really attracted to the role and it looked great. And I did think, oh, this is a new sector for me. And it's one of those things where it's almost like you're not ready to make the jump until you do. Um, it's almost like you look back and go, yeah, I've really learned so much. And I think I would, re I would recommend to people, be aware that when you come into this, you might have so much to learn, but there will be so many people willing to teach you these things, at least based on my experience, because I, I came into this barely knowing anything about the sector and I've been given so many reading recommendations and guidance and help and everyone and I think it comes back to that common purpose that I mentioned before it's that when helping people is at the heart of what you do it comes almost as instinct to you to help new people in your organization so I think I think that really um, it really shows with the work that DFC does and and how welcome I've been made to feel and um, so yeah I would definitely recommend people remember that everyone was where you were at one point. <laughs> no one was born into the charity sector. So everyone has to has to learn these things and everyone will you know, do their best to help and support you. Absolutely. I think you've put, said that so nicely there that when you and you're kind of working with people is at the heart of what you do, it comes naturally to support your colleagues as well. And I think we see that all over, don't we? It can almost working with people can come at kind of a, that massive challenge and that burden sometimes as well doesn't it where maybe we're for whatever reason unable to deliver the projects we want but at the same time we still have that capacity internally to treat each other fairly and with respect and we're not driving profit we're not selling software to banks which obviously can be a valuable thing to do but it but it's not necessarily what we're focused on here is it we're helping people i love that um any one thing specifically then that DSC did? I know you mentioned kind of a, a few things there, but any one thing that maybe a charity listening to this could take away and implement in their own kind of recruitment plan? Yeah, I think it comes down to the culture here. And I know that that's such a buzzword when we talk about <laughs> companies, the culture, what a work culture is, and there's essays and essays written about the topic. But I think if there's one takeaway that I've had from working here now for sort of since July, it's that 
you are really treated as the adult here and mm. you are respected respect is kind of given here and, and you know some people say oh respect is earned and not given but i think mm. that here it, it was really readily available and it's i, I think if you if you want to kind of grow your workforce and entice people like like you say then I think you need to be very communicative with that culture that you have and DSC has done so much in that regard whether it's because obviously my main work I've had lots of training for and I've gotten really well with my colleagues and it's all been very interesting but the kind of more peripheral things that we offer at DSC like as you well know George we have a well-being team here that has you know that is a priority for us we have our well-being team and we have we offer our training um, to our own kind of employees and it's not just charity training, there's a lot of personal development. And I think being told from the start, listen, these are all of the things that are on offer to you and be, and having that uh, made so clear to me from the start really helped me to mm. um, kind of progress in the last uh, in the last year, almost <laughs> or half a year. And it's hard to keep track sometimes of, of how long it's been because it's it has just been such a... I kind of learn something new every day with it. And I think that's something that's really rewarding. But DSC has really been there to kind of guide that learning and um, to kind of welcome me to the sector. Um, and I, I think, yeah, probably a combination of all those things, really. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you're, you're unique as well, Ross. Not many people are able to get lead author status so quickly. And it's a product of... The, the the work you do and then how kind of uh, that precedent you set early on and it's yeah you've been a, a, a very active member of the team so just what Ross said earlier about being the win the well-being team we have a number of working groups at DSC if you've not heard us talk about this on previous podcasts and you stepped up straight away to join to join that and so our well-being team me you and, and a few others we look after staff surveys staff days all those things that maybe could fall under personnel or HR in some organizations uh, which rightfully or, or wrongly so that that's a different way to do it obviously but we do that as the staff um uh, i think that's really nicely said actually and yeah it's great that you kind of can get involved with things and i think maybe in the okay. sector as well sometimes we're always looking for people who have a, a little bit of interest in fundraising as well as finance or you know kind of multiple hats i see a lot of ceos yeah. and uh, staff wearing multiple hats in in their small charities so having that kind of capacity is really powerful yeah and I think, as you say, that having the staff involved, having the staff take ownership of, of so much of these things really does ground that that culture of respect because it's not like, okay, well, you're the workers and we're the leadership and we make the decisions and you listen. There is a dialogue. And of course, you know, not every dialogue is always 100% perfect and, and brilliant. There are going to be tensions and pushback. And I think it would be unrealistic of me to come here and say that everything's perfect 100% of the time but I think on those rare instances that it's not there is a very good kind of uh, methodology in place to 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 deal with those things and to have that dialogue absolutely and then if you even then beyond that you've got the trust as well ultimately in the yeah. people making those decisions yeah um, really nice, Ross. And, and I think just to kind of summarize, so you've jo just joined DSC, but also the charity sector with a background kind of in publication work. And since that point, just kind of taken on multiple things at DSC, obviously you've grown your role substantially. And you're thinking about encouraging people to join the sector is about kind of getting people who want that freedom to have kind of delegation, delegated authority of what they're doing rather than kind of micromanagement. Um, is there anything else you wanted to share with the listeners today, though, Ross, before we finish? Yeah, I think just be open-minded. If you are one of those people that is considering 
joining a new role and it's in a new sector and, and maybe you have a longer background than I have in a different sector yeah. um, it can be very difficult to kind of change your ways but uh, you know old dogs can still learn new tricks as they say uh, have a go if, if it's something that you're interested because you will you will be met with a really welcoming community of people that are ready to share what they know and also learn alongside with you as well you know it never feels like one person knows everything and the other person knows nothing there is a very equal feeling here so give it a go take the plunge <laughs> absolutely love it that's it take the plunge join the charity sector come with us <laughs> on this amazing journey to drive social change um so thank you all for listening and that was another episode of dsc's charity questions podcast thanks everybody cheers Thank you for watching Charity Questions by the Directory of Social Change. So this is the podcast where we bring charity experts to you and we ask them the questions that you provide us via social media. So if you want to get involved, please check out the Directory of Social Change on Instagram, Twitter or LinkedIn. And of course, to hear more about this content and to learn more about Charity Questions, subscribe to our YouTube channel now and of course, like this video to let us know if you enjoyed it. Thank you very much for watching. Cheers.